You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, let's go to the board. Let's get it done. It's presented by FanDuel America's number one sports book. James Anthony Costa, the number one comeback kid. Lead it off. Give me the first game. First game's the biggest game. Number nine, UCLA plus six and a half time of taping at Autzen, Oregon. Number 10 in the country, three, uh, 3.30 on Fox. Here's the story of the game. Autzen's a tough place to play. But just how tough, Mike? 22 straight games they've won at Autzen Stadium. Third longest streak in the country. So that's the challenge that our Bruins face. And we've liked the Bruins along this run. We've made some money with the Bruins on this run. Is this the time where they get popped? Both teams run the ball. Both teams stop the run. It should just be a really fun game regardless of if you bet on it. But we are going to bet on it. And I'm going to bet Oregon at home with an elite offensive line. And I, I mentioned it in the preview, the look ahead early in the week. One sack allowed in six games this year. Four super seniors on the offensive line. It was the parting gift of Mario Cristobal. He was an offensive line guy. He left him in good hands. 240 yards rushing a game. They've converted nine of 10 fourth downs. And they're a lead in the red zone, which is a key in this one. UCLA, 108th in red zone touchdown rate allowed. How do you win these games? At home, you finish drives. That's the path to, a, to an Oregon win. I'll take home Bo Nix. We'll go Oregon. Yeah, and, and you know what? Look, the other point, too, I think it's Outson isn't just a road environment. I put Outson up there with Death Valley, both mm-hmm. of them. I put Outson up there with the shoe, the big house. Outson is a brutal, brutal place to play. 330 kick the way it should be. Um, this was an Oregon lean from the start for me. Now, the line opened, and I never saw it here. I'm just giving you what the list was. It mm-hmm. opened at four and a half. Here's what I would advise. We are a FanDuel podcast, okay? So I'm giving you the FanDuel line. I don't know if Chiba Man 420 is still out there. But if you can find a six, do it. There are sixes out there. Six and a half is the FanDuel line. I don't love it based on college kickers, uh, two-point conversions. But here's the deal. I think it's Oregon or pass. I am going to play Oregon. I'm going to go with exactly. Look, first of all, I don't have anything to add to what you said. I think your research is pristine. Um, I can't argue facts. And again, DTR has been playing at such a level for UCLA. 
you do wonder if there's a little bit of regression to mean. I mean, this kid is in year 12 at UCLA, and you're going to regress to kind of the immense data points we have. He's played out of his mind the last couple weeks against UW, against Utah. Um, I think a little bit of regression. And isn't this his first big road test of the year? Yeah. Because it was a home game against Washington, that's home game against Utah. Yeah. yeah, man. And I know, you know what, guys? You may not value it. I do. That's the beauty. Free country. We're not broadcasting in North Korea. Um, I think when you go on the road for the first time as a college team, it's more jarring than the NFL. It's different. Um, I'm going to take Oregon here. It's home Bo Nicks. I love your research on it. And unfortunately... I can't bet with my heart. I got to bet with my head. I'm rooting for UCLA. I am. I like him. I well, like. I think Chip it's Kelly. better for the sport if the Pac-12 has a real legitimate playoff team at the end of the season, or contender at the very least. And if yeah. they go undefeated, it's the only chance they've got. Oh, if UCLA wins this game, I'll tell you right now, I'd put them in the top four. Really? Straight up. This, you know, what? in this environment, well, to what it would take to win this game. The way we believed in Tennessee following the Alabama That's game. That's fair. Those kind I of think, wins should matter. I think, and I think for here, hey, if you go out, you're undefeated. You're at seven and zero. And you go into Outson mm-hmm. and beat them. Um, yeah, you know what, dude? You're one of the four or five best teams in America. Well, and especially because ranking should be fluid at this point in the season. As teams just start to play somebody, when you start adding real wins, yeah. you should vault up pretty yeah. dramatically. So you I, should. I'm gonna I'm gonna play I'm gonna play Oregon lay the six and a half. If there are sixes out there, I encourage you to find them. But again, this is a FanDuel pod, giving you FanDuel line. I gotta place my bets with FanDuel. It is what it is. That's go gonna ahead. be the game of the day. This next one, though, it's right up there. Undefeated Syracuse, big time surprise, number 14 in the country. All right, wait a second, though. Before you do this, is this the thing? This is going to be the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. Look over your shoulder. That's the, that's what the thing did to you last week, right there. You see that? But what, is, what does that say? I, I, Minus 12 and a half moron. moron. Yes. The Costa lock. This, you're going to do that to this, this game. game. Syracuse, Syracuse number 14, plus 13 and a half at number five, Clemson, noon, ABC. Costa Lock, Clemson, take the Tigers at home. Syracuse is the fraudiest fraud that's ever fraud. That's not nice. Second most penalties in football. How's that going to play on the road at Clemson? The Tigers are perfectly capable of blowing you out with that defensive line at 100%. They're getting right. They're getting healthy. Last week, they were up, what? 20 points on Florida State on the road at night in Tallahassee. And I'm supposed to believe in a Syracuse team that hasn't played anybody, has played five straight home games, near losses to Purdue and Virginia. I got news, Clemson's not Purdue and Virginia. And played NC State's backup, the Chambers kid, who was the Charleston Southern transfer, who was primarily, I think, a triple option QB. He can't throw. And here's the classic, stats lie. That's why I liked him last week. (laughs) Stats lie. And we give you a lot of stats on this deal. Syracuse is the 11th. Rated rush defense. Utter garbage. I don't think I buy that. 95th in rushing success rate, 99th in stuff rate. This is the week they get got. Here's the one thing I would say, too, and these are two teams Jim and I have watched pretty closely. Clemson, I think, well, you know shit, everybody does. But Cuse, I've been on Cuse. I had him against Purdue. Um, we faded him against Virginia. Had him last week against NC State. So, like, like I said, guys, if you're new to the pod – I admit it. There are teams I feel like I'm in a better groove with, and I find ways to do it. I've been great with TCU. Um, Syracuse D-line is very undersized. I know that doesn't always matter. They're active. They do cause havoc. But Clemson, this is a different level of athlete you're going to face. I don't love Clemson's offense. I really don't love their perimeter weapons. But 
Defensively, I think Cookie's brought up the best thing here. Uh, Miles Murphy is is back. Brian Brisset is back. A tra- just terrible. He lost his 15-year-old sister to cancer. He came back last week. Um, getting him back in the fold. Brisset is arguably one of the best singular defensive linemen in football. Their full D-line will play together this weekend, I think, for the first time this season. Some of them were on snap counts last week. Right, I'm and, talking full go. And that's what I'm saying. It, yeah. They have yet to – because that's the one thing you'd say about them is where are they great? Where is Clemson great for a team that's number five? That's going to be what's yeah. great and what gets them where they want to go. And look, I, I don't want to take anything from Syracuse. I, I think it's amazing what Traeger's turned into, what Aronde Gadsden, who you know is listed as a tight end, but now he's just a big body, yep. you know, kind of welfare DK Metcalf. Um, Sean Tucker's the best running back nobody talks about. I think that's a kid who's got a second-round grade in the NFL draft. But the problem for Syracuse is they struggle to run it anyways. They've been able to hit some explosives. Can you count on those explosives? This is very sim- – here's what I would cap this game as. It's very similar to Michigan-Penn State last week. And what I mean is – Clemson, you know what you will get. They will grind you. They will, you know, DJ, I still don't love, but he's played well enough. The running game, well enough. Syracuse's Penn State, puffed up numbers, rely on explosives. I don't know that you're going to drive it against Clemson. You're on the road. Syracuse, all these big wins have been in the dome. Here's the bottom line. I want my money back from last week in the Costa Lock. I'm going to ride with you. This is, this is a I will do this. If this doesn't hit, I'm going to begin to charge you. <laughs> but I don't know if you recognize what happened last week. I don't want to talk about it. The Costa lock, it whiffed, but it, it focused all the bad energy onto one game. That's why it's beautiful, well, buddy. And I love it. I'm sick to my stomach. I paid for it, but here we are. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you get on the sideline? Maybe you could help him. Go ahead. What, what, what more do you want to say about costing Earth its money with that pick? Uh, Clemson Costa lock. Move on. All right, I'm going to play it. Okay. I'm playing it. Do you agree with my Penn State no, comp there? I, I do. I actually really like it. I wish I would have thought of it because it, it does have all the same elements where a team is just going to be overmatched on the road against a better team. You know what? Screw it. I'm going I'm going 6-0 this weekend. I don't give a shit. Let's go. Texas, number 20. Minus, Costa lock. Texas, minus 6.5 at number 11, Oklahoma State. Yeah. What? Here's the backdrop. This is homecoming. And I, I know people are rolling their eyes when I say it's homecoming. Every college team has a homecoming game, and it doesn't really matter. Oklahoma State, they call it America's Greatest Homecoming. They do a chili cook-off, a harvest carnival. They dye the library fountain orange. Oh, not a harvest carnival. No. no. But I'm saying, like, they hype this up. This is their deal. and and they Harvest need, carnival? Oh, baby. They need an emotional bounce back after that letdown last week. What in the actual fuck is a harvest I carnival? I don't know. I looked up their their. Is stick. that not the most hillbilly, dust bowl, a harvest Carnival. Like I watched a video of them dying. What do you do? Donuts on the combine? I I don't know. Harvest Carnival. Oh God. Go ahead. All right. So what does this have to do with Texas? (laughs) No, it's about whether you believe Oklahoma State an emotional bounce back. They're getting six and a half at home. That normally would attract us, but I'm having a hard time shaking the end of that TCU game. Oh, the meltdown? Yeah, because it was both sides, offense and defense. Their offense, led by a fifth-year senior quarterback, goes punt, pick, punt, punt, and now we hear he's dealing with a shoulder injury. He's playing through a shoulder injury. Uh Uh-oh. Their defense, we talk up that veteran defensive line that gets all these TFLs and sacks. Boys, you got a 14-point lead. Can you get home? Can you finish the game in the fourth quarter with a two-touchdown edge? No. 
So maybe all these seniors participate in the carnival and the cook-off and they bounce back, but I can't shake just how bad that was last week. Meanwhile, Texas, yours hasn't been sacked since he's come back from the injury. He's getting it out quick, and he's going up against the defense, ranked 126th against the pass. So it's Texas, right? I think it's Texas or pass. I'm really not comfortable laying a touchdown here. Okay. I'm really not. And again, the reason I don't automatically go to the dog is what what Jim just said. Spencer Sanders might be dealing with a bum shoulder. I do think it's priced into this line. Um, I didn't need it at three, but I kind of wanted to get it at, you know, four. It was four on Monday. Yeah, and unfortunately, look, time of taping, this is what it is. All I will tell you, uh, I will watch this thing. If I can snipe Texas live, I will. Um, but I can't make this a play at six and a half. I just think you're taking the re- the real worst of the number yeah. here. And I don't love Texas is still a young QB. I've been absolutely impressed by Quinn Ewers, but it's still a young QB going on the road, laying a TD. Guess, Texas is yeah. not exactly trustworthy. Okie State, hey, man, it's the fucking Harvest Carnival. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Combines and glitter. Um, I'm not going to lay the six and a half. I'm going to watch it live. I will try to snipe it. I, I, but, and again, and, and I'm it's, not it, it's, talking out of both sides of my mouth. I just want people to understand. Texas or pass. And I'm not taking six and a half. No, and you're right to avoid the number. I think it's one of those deals where you have to factor in Oklahoma State doesn't lose at home. They haven't lost at home since 2020 during the pandemic. I'm going to pass on it. Same read, though. Next matchup, we're playing this one in the Big 12. you got to play this one. It's your Horned Frogs hosting Kansas State. Kansas State plus three and a half. This is the night game. What are you doing with the, the little the frog, the frog hands? The talent. So these are your frogs. They're undefeated. Yeah. You called them before the season. Here's where you take them in a big spot at home, right? Uh, no. You're such a slave to points. I love it. No, I just. You want, hold on. Oh, I can't. No, it's. I it's, can't. I think K-State is a team routinely slept on. They're not sexy, but, dude, they're a lunch pail team, man. And TCU is starting to scare me a little bit. couple ways. Look, Quentin Johnson might be the best receiver in America, seriously. Mm-hmm. But the reliance upon him by Max Duggan, it's getting a little bit much. Second of all, Max Duggan, I have not loved his play the last couple weeks. Uh, I did not love what I saw Saturday. It was a very bad game by him. And look, we talk about TCU. We talk about, hey, gauntlets, different things, right? I mean, TCU, if you look at the month that they had, don't laugh at this either, people. Rivalry game at SMU for the Iron Skillet. Then you got to take on OU before you know that OU sucks, and they drop a bomb on them. You're riding high. You go to Kansas. Game day is there. And they had to win a shootout. Mm -hmm. All jokes aside about the Jayhawks. Shout out fake birds. Then you come home. You're the prom queen. Everyone's watching you. An absolute war against Okie State. Your reward for this now is to line up against a Kansas State team who, let us not forget, they're primarily the reason we think OU sucks. They're off a bye, fully rested, and God help me, but Martinez at quarterback has been electric for them. I think this has close game written all over it. Do mm-hmm. I think TCU wins? Yes. You're giving me three and a half. Forgive me, Froggies, for I have sinned. I, I, am, I am going to take Kansas State with a three and a half here. I think you have the right cap on Oh, this. thank Christ. I, I you thought do. you were looking at me and going to make fun no, of me. No, I, I wanted you to pick TCU because you've been such a big horned frog advocate. 
But the right side to me, anyway, is Kansas State. And and some of what you said is true. This is the end of an emotional gauntlet. TCU, if you're if you're looking for weaknesses, they're giving up some explosives. And I wonder about going up against a run game as potent as Kansas State if they break off a 50-yarder or a couple 30-yarders in this game. Because their run game is one of the 10 best in the country, and it's because Adrian Martinez and a guy we haven't talked enough about, Deuce Vaughn. Uh, he is... He's a hell of a lot of fun. And, and look, you, you, you could take the ISU game and just take it out. That was a 10-9 bloodbath. He only had 10 carries for like 20 yards. But outside but, of that, if you look at his game log, it's dude, 100 yards every game. Uh, he, he lit up Tech. He lit up OU. Uh, TCU to me, three-man front. Look, TCU's defense, it is um, It's something. And I'm telling you, man, like it could be third and 16, and they're sitting in a soft zone, and they give up 17. I Martinez, Deuce Vaughn, that defense that will lull you to sleep. I, I Can think we talk K-State, about their man. defense for a second? Please. Because because I think the headline is their commitment to the run game and how they've remade Adrian Martinez into a thing. Like, this is a true lesson in forgiveness. I would not bet Adrian Martinez the Nebraska version. It was a walking turnover. This season, he has yet to throw an interception. They're the only team that hasn't thrown an interception this season. And when will he? Probably now that we've bet on now them. that we've bet on them. But the storyline to me is their defense. They're top 15 in the country in points allowed, interceptions, past efficiency on defense, uh, third downs, and they do get sacks and TFLs. This is a really good Kansas yeah. State defense, and that travels. Running right. game and defense travels. You get three and a hook, you take Kansas State. And I'm off, playing it. And they're off the bye. I yep, think it's yep. critical at this point in the season, and TCU's had a hell of a month. I, I think we're them. getting this at the right time. My hope is it's a 24-21 final, and TCU wins, and I cover, and everyone had fun. All right, let's go to the next one. All right, I made this the fifth game on the board. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Plus 28 and a half time of taping at number two, Ohio State. 28 and a half, which means 41 to 13 doesn't get you home. 38 to 10 doesn't get you home. This needs to be ugly. And Ohio State's shown they can do it, but I'm just wondering what the appetite is from you. Well, first of all, to lay 28 and a half in a conference game, not much. Both teams had two weeks to prepare, so it's not an edge to either side. Again, if you're saying I demand you pick this, I'd be like, all right, I guess I'm going to the Buckeyes. I I can't. Iowa to me is radioactive. Uh, the defense is great, fine, Phil Parker. We've done it all. It's all cliche with Iowa mm-hmm. defense. They have to literally rely on the defense to score them points. Their offense is, to call it morbid, would be offensive to morbid. <laughs> um, but, Jim, look, this is a game where where's the total? Isn't the total like 45? You want me to lay 30 in a game whose total is is at or below 45 points? You want to pull that up for me? Yeah. That's just That's just bad. Because if you asked me, I'd be like, well, you got to bet the under in this game. Iowa may not score 10 points. And then what? I'm sitting there sweating 41 to, or 31 to, to 7. And Four, I'm not, 49 and a half. 49 and a half. So, all right, it's 41-10. Well, there, that blows the cover. Now it means it's 38-7. You want me to sit there sweating at 38 to 7. I'm not doing it. I don't want any part of shit like this. Yeah, so, again, discretion is important. We don't play every single game. We can talk about every single and, game. And this is one we talk about, and because, listen, it's big noon kick. For once, they're not talking about Michigan. Yeah, baby. This is where they get to talk about C.J. Stroud. Will Gus and Joel be able to find themselves to a stadium? <laughs> will they know where the hell to go? Iowa only scores if you make mistakes. Ohio State doesn't. First in pass efficiency, first in the red zone. They're the second best team in the country on third down. They don't make mistakes. Two weeks to prepare at home. 
I, I thought hey, maybe Wisconsin will keep it close. Nope, the horseshoe was rocking and they blew the doors off Wisconsin. Hey, Toledo's the best the Mac has right. to offer. Can they keep it within cutscene? 60. No. No. So, yeah, I mean, listen, Iowa probably scores single digits in this game and that would lead you to seven you. offensive TD in six games. Yeah. And you want me to bet them? No, you can't. No, thank you, you can't. So, I'm going to pass, but leans Ohio State. All right, that's the board presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 